is sort of a Cliff Stig fame, I guess. But I mean, his background work in the 50s is the impressive thing. He was part of the animation team for Disney. Wow. So he must have just been like, shit, we live in this neighborhood. Let's shoot a movie. <laughs> yeah. Where? At the drive-in. Oh, you mean the flea market? It's not a flea market. Well, no, the thing is, it's like you want to get people to come to the drive-in and ride it. So they're there during the day for the SWAT yeah, meet. But yeah. how do you get them back at the drive-in? You make a movie called SWAT meet. And they're like, shit, uh, yeah, I love that. I Let's go. It. And it's like Wasn't I, eight hours of SWAT meet enough. We're gonna do another. <laughs> Let's go watch seventy-eight more minutes. Okay, now here we have the slightest bit of hilarity. Okay. And this show, this movie hasn't been very funny, but here you have the slightest bit. They are drunk, 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 and for some reason they want to drive the car to the SWAT meet. Now, what they're doing is they've arranged a swap. They're going to give him his car back for his perfectly repaired T-Bird, okay? All right. So they're going to start driving it. Look at the old-style beer can. I know. That's what I'm looking at. Where did he put the tap? Lots of times they they drop it in the beer can to get it. Yeah, but doesn't, like, did anyone get ticketed down their throat? That was a big fear of the Senate. And that sounds legit. Well, I had two big fears in the growing up in the seventies. One, I would swallow the beer tab that I put in my beer when I dropped in right. there. And two, Billy the kid would ra- uh, rope me and make me uh, eat a bunch of Twinkies, and I would get arrested <laughs> by Spider Man. Bunch of things I wanted to avoid yeah. in the seventies. Now, in order to protect the car, they they left the cover on, and Buddha is telling them, <laughs> "Make a left, take a take a right." So this is one of the only funny hilarity scenes of drug driving. Yeah. The only two things were scaring me in the 70s. The first one was uh, what was that movie? Uh, not giving you a hoot? Said, no, that you said there's two. Oh, yeah, swallowing the... Yeah, the beer tap. tap the beer. Okay, two things scared me in the 70s. One was swallowing that beer tap, you know, when I would drop it back into my beer. Second one was my mother's foot. It was out of control. <laughs> Get that thing, ma. The eighties oh. is coming. <laughs> yeah, the eighties. It was. Oh, so there was. Uh, it was different in the eighties, is what you're saying? Yeah, in the eighties, uh, people started to get reasonable with their bitches. Right. So this was written by a guy named Steve Krantz, and he only wrote three things. One is this swap meet. The other thing is Jennifer. Right, the horror movies. Right, directed by the same director. So maybe that's why this is part of it. And lastly, there was something called Fugitive, 1977. That sounds familiar. I'm not sure. Let me just look that up. You sure he didn't write Adaption by Nicolas Cage? Uh, I am sure. Ruby. Look at that cargo. 19. Oh, the E.T. cargo? Why does it keep saying Rue 4? They're still driving. Something's wrong with my keyboard. Alright, well, you know, we can move on. 
Nope, it's just a horrible, scary-looking movie. Not even something I recommend. Wow, something's really wrong with my keyboard because the letter U is is the number four. <laughs> are these even close? Yeah, they are close. No, not even. The Z five seven Z eight. They could use the U. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to try to figure out why it's. You bought a you bought a used uh, Christmas keyboard, right, Noel? <laughs> Noel. Noel. Oh my goodness. What kind of name is that? No L. It's got two L's in the middle. <laughs> Fucking banger. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I am You're right. hiding in plain sight. My name is No L. It's a two L's. Hiding in plain sight. Do you remember there's like a comic strip like it was like Frank and Ernest and uh, one of the Frank and Ernest panels, him singing the alphabet, the entire alphabet in the panel, except for the letter L. That was my Christmas carol, No L. I thought, man, <laughs> Jesus, that's a day's work for you. You fucking knocked that daily comic strip <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm going to write the alphabet. I'm going to write 25 letters of the alphabet in the first panel, and then the punchline in the second, and I'll sign <laughs> it, and my shits and ink it, and call it and go to the golf course. I'm sorry, this movie must be really good. Uh, well, okay, so Annie is now confessing her love for not Bud Cord. And not Bud Cord She is gonna confess her love. And now she is getting a blowjob. And they're gonna get married and he's going to insist he become a partner at the swamp meeting. Now right in the middle of the scene, Jay, right. uh the girls show up. Oh, he's like, like not them. now, girls, go away. And she says, yes, but it's an opportunity to make money. He goes, Annie, come on, they're serious. You know, and he. Oh, they know Annie's she, there. That's pretty she hot. She gets mad, and Annie bites her tip. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, you can turn it up. Go ahead. Now watch. <laughs> okay, now, not Bud Cord is having a protest. He's going on strike. He's not letting anyone into the swap meet. At what? All. Worst Saturday afternoon ever. Yeah, here comes Mark Lawrence. Listen, right. let go so Lucy La uh, Lucky, uh, uh, Lucky Luciano wants to speak with you personally. That's right. I'm going to turn you into the House on american Activities <laughs> after they pressure me. I'm going to bury your body in Joe McCarthy's backyard. Too soon? Not for me. <laughs> I live with it every day. Hey, you. So, now Biggie's making his demands. You know, like, they're the biggest swap meet ever, which is the Seabird and the other rip-off, uh, Peugeot or whatever. It's going to happen. It's going to go down here at your swap meet. I'm going to make you famous. I'm getting married. I want more money. I want to be a partner. And we don't understand why he says okay. But he does. We're going to find out it's because he's the son, really. Then his, then his 
No, that's not the big revelation. Okay, here he's talking to Fat and Skinny, and, you know, there is a plot. Um, hey, Carl, do they have names before we continue with this movie? Fat and Skinny? I don't remember that. All right. All right. Go ahead, turn them on. Turn it on. Let's see them. Is it up? I can't hear anything. Uh, it's scratchy when I can't hear anything. Oh, Whenever okay. I have a little audio difficulty. I mean, maybe they have real names, but are there really ever anything but Fat and Skinny? Like, he has a crazy fucking style. He just keeps fucking changing it. <laughs> well, his style is like a dry... Okay, so now... And he's like, I'm getting married! And he goes, I have big news, can you guess? And 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 uh, Bruna's like, uh, you're pregnant. He goes, no, I'm getting married. She's like, I, I was right. Look, see the skateboarder? He goes, yeah. he's going to get hurt, as if he predicted it. And, like, he always has accidents. Oh, jeez, what a bummer. What's yeah, weird in this movie is, like, half the jokes are she's a bullshitter. And then the other, not half, of they're not jokes, but the other side is when she really has her amazing power. So she which was, is it? She was banned from the skate park for that. Like, she would show up and be like, uh-uh, I'm not going on that half pipe. Not with fucking <laughs> fortune tellers in it there. Damn Porter. But she, uh... No. She's stealing more stuff. And... An American House Committee guy <laughs> continues to try to catch her. He's going to have a case of mistaken identity. We'll I'm laugh that. Hello, night. operator. Yeah, operator, this is Mark Morris. You get me the lucky Luciano. Who's that? Or I'll call you in on the House of Un-American Committee. Yeah. Connecting. <laughs> Good one. Oh, she stole the crystal. Stolen, ball. stolen. Somebody looking to your left. They are yeah. misshapen. You know why she's gonna predict it? She took the crystal. Look, ball. he goes like, "I've been watching you all day. I caught you." She goes, "What?" That's where Ferris Bueller's Day Off got that joke. Because of the Princess and the Frog Ferris Bueller. This is not Bud Court Radio. I'm not Bud Court. Holding not court here on, like, Sirius FM show. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to take some calls. Yeah, Bud, I love you in Electric Dream. What? I'm that not was not court. an electric dream. Uh, why did you use a name in Heat? Because not I wasn't Bud Court in Heat. That's why uh, I went the credits. You weren't. You were not Bud Court. Uh, who who was in Mash? Who was in Young Frankenstein? I was. In I Mash. wasn't <laughs> And Frankenstein. Look, that's oh, me. Like I found. Mom, Mom, I found the Mad Magazine paperbacks. They take the comic and they cram it into a paperback, and it looks like I'm reading a book. Okay, look, now obnoxious boy gets the pie in the face. Pizza pie. They were going to save that for the pizza boy movie. The worst Aww. porno ever. It's nothing what I expected. 
okay, now, Mr. Cool shows up to Genevieve's, like, do you have a vehicle? There's only this, like, I only have my vehicle. Give me the keys to it. You can't just take my tow truck. It's my livelihood. So now it's sort of going to be an act three race to the swap meet. Uh, in order to yeah. race to the swap meet. Is it Danny DeVito done? Uh, a moment? Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Danny DeVito is yeah. running. Yes. And so is Rhea Perlman. Oh, well, she took the crystal ball as well. Who, who yeah. saw that coming? All right, now, Fat and Skinny are going to fuck with uh, our heroes as they head towards the race. Did I ever tell you I went to a fortune teller? No. Yeah, and uh, I don't – I think it was a temp because, like, she took out the card, and she started putting it in, like, seven rows. And I mm -hmm. said, uh, what is my tarot card reading? And she's like, oh, uh, I'm just a seven. I used all ten. <laughs> so now, um, not much quarters up on the top of the double decker bus. Right. He's like, "This is the greatest day. We're gonna have the greatest swap ever, and it's the keyboard for the Peugeot. I think it's a Peugeot. So now they've cut slits so they can see. Are they sobered up by now? Yeah, that's right. And King Vidyat is driving, and they're encouraging. Faster, faster. We're late for our audition for Slap Shot. Right. Too low to break away. Too low. Swap secret Oh, Bush. breaking away the um, that was the the bicycle one. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. No, maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. I did. Right. Gosh, where's that car? Guess I'll take a look at it for the swap meet. Nobody oh, the father that. in um, 16 Candles was in that Breaking Away. Right, Paul Bearer. He was in one of our films, I think, and that's why I know him. He was in the four quest, right? Yeah, he was, and he was also in Strange Brew, because that's a time stab, very hard to miss. Ho hold on one second, I'll be right back. All right, sounds good. I'm going to check out the finale as they dr uh, drive the car really fast on being chased by a tow truck. Will they make it to swap meet in time? I, I my, don't know. My wife interrupted me just to say there's no foreplay in the movie that you guys watched. Yeah, we go right to it. We go right to it. <laughs> Unless you're paying attention. This is the longest car ride ever. I mean, I'll forgive any racing fans. Yeah, it's unrealistically long, and everyone's sitting there waiting for them. Right, and like, um, yeah. Well, no, no. One person is standing there waiting, and the rest of the swap meet is staring at them. Right, so now they're like, entertain the crowd, distract them as we wait, wait, wait. So Annie will start doing a sexy dance. Oh, really? She's not going to uh, start up the swap meet? 
<laughs> well, that's a one. You can't service the entire crowd with that one. That's a one at a time thing. Okay. Up top. Um, seventy chop Good, not Bud Court looks in his three piece, you know, the vest of a three piece suit. I can't hear the song. Swap me. But you're right, though, Mike. That is like how the song goes Swap me. At the swap me. Or maybe it is out of the song. I might have, uh, I don't know. I'm watching things here and there. I just watched her dance. It was really Over and over it goes at the swap me. We're at the swap meet. It's terrible. You know, the sequel, AA, came out with another theme song that's fantastic. We're at the AA. <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous. We're at the AA. This is anonymous, timid. You know, nobody has to know that you're an alcoholic. <laughs> Just stand up and say your name and admit to me. I'm an alcoholic. Now, I hear that Danny DeVito has a production company called Jersey Film, so maybe I should send him my Gilchrist Capo governor's and Gilchrist. call it, you know, yeah. make it real Jersey. Now, he runs a Gilchrist Capo. Is he running for governor? or He never actually did run for governor. There was many, many races in which he telegraphed that he was going to run. One time... Uh, he was taken extremely seriously, and the Bill Murphy people came to him and sat down, and they said, what would you like to see out of the government of New Jersey? Like, they tried to placate him that he wouldn't run, and he didn't. I think he liked, he liked the idea of governor more than he would really like to be the administrator of a, of a state. So no, everyone's think. pretending to be super into Annie, and she's going to slip all the way. And Bud Cord is not Bud Cord is like, no, you don't. Yeah, he's controlling her. Just let her dance. Then people might no, no, start to dance. Not, he's oh, topless, yeah. see? Yeah. Now everyone's looking, and what happens? They drive yeah. right through him. Yay, Annie's the lunatic. Oh, no, not the T-bird. They just drove it over there. But her boobs were such her boobs were such a distraction that there was a four car pile up which we never got to see. Which we never got to see. Right. We, we see the aftermath right. of the scene. And you know that was in the trailer too, and they're like, You gotta love this <laughs> film. Look what's gonna happen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not Bud Court. <laughs> <laughs> Even Bud Court knows that not yeah. Bud Court. Want to go see Bud Court? Then go to the San Bernino. Uh, well, never mind. It'll be there from San two to Bernino? seven p.m. Bernino, Ladies and gentlemen, look at my pucho. Okay, now they're well, getting, getting married. married. At the swamp, on top of the bus. That's good because everyone feels like they're stuck in the swamp. <laughs> it's, it's, she's wearing jean shorts. Uh, she is wearing jean shorts. 
Ghostguys.com. Yeah, I don't know. know what that is. Oh, they were that person was one of the Ziggy guys here at the Mosque. There's Ziggy, Danny Gold, Danny Golden, not Bud Ford. Danny Golden, uh, oh, so sick. The guy Mark is, Lawrence. He looks no. like he's right. not. Talking to Jersey, talking to New York accents. We were talking about something else. I just want to say that guy's very ass. Yes, I thought it was a semen ass, but okay. All right. Hey, now look how they're showing all these things. Like it was a great film, and they're just reliving it all. Well, you're about to leave the theater. Like, do you remember that time when Ryan and Ringo made that? Right. Where was that? Look, it, it says Andy Perlman, still photographer. I wonder if he threw his brother a threw his brother a bone or something. Poppy well, uh, you know what? I think we're done. Carl, what'd you think of the movie? Uh, it was terrible. I hated it, and it was awful. And it was good for your show because we got to laugh at not Bud Ford, and we got to see John Greer again. Um, and I don't know. It was good for your show. There was lots to talk about. Playboy's Playmates. And, um, that's it. That's it's, it. It's Bad movie. Bad movie. Drive-in. Good time at the mosque. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So, Carl, I'm going to go ahead and uh, all right, I'm going to type in the, the movie. Uh, as you know, we uh, as we move forward in this pandemic, we always find out what's happening with us on a Another movie to watch. Carl, the movie is uh, from 2009. It's called National Lampoon and Robo Cop. Okay. 2009. Yeah, I gotta type Robo that in. Robo C-O-P? Robo what? Robo Doc. C-U-C-K? Yeah. Okay, Robo N E T S E L Lamp. Okay, cool. Carl, let me see if I can find a trailer. A movie trailer comes out before the movie. It doesn't trail anything. It's pitched to the full length movie. That's why it's called a trailer. I see. All right, so uh, I found this trailer. This is courtesy of our very good friend, Pat Sorensen. You can find the RoboDoc uh-huh. trailer coming August 2009. How ironic, right? I have a plastic bag in the mic. Sleazy lawyers. Can't pay your electric bill? Sue your doctor. Overworked doctors. I'm finished! After the bye-bye, game over. In a world where the 
healthcare system is about to collapse. You, 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 you. Wait a second. That is our world. We need doctors, and doctors make mistakes. After all, they're only human, right? Not anymore. You know, that's really not National Lampoon's style. Usually they have a group of young, young, horny guys right. who are and off on some quest. So I think it might be better to make like a local clique of open micers have some sort of shots or something. Like, but I'm they, going to they LA have to have like a Tom Arnold production. Who comes in as their manager kind of thing? Or yeah. what you think? Maybe, yeah, or they, uh, yeah, they're comedy coach. Okay, what about the whole concept of the guy who goes away to Nirvana, which is don't do comedy? Oh, well, I still think that guy should be in there, too. Okay, and then at the end, he he, uh, comes back. He has a sitcom, and he didn't do anything to get it. (laughs) All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are brainstorming our movie for the Moons Open Micers. Yeah. As directed by Mike and Carl here at Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Thank you guys so much. We will be back next Sunday at 2. And if we're not, just check our Facebook page. We'll give you the full details. And we'd love for you to go to. No, we will be here. No, Mike, next week we're going to watch RoboDoc in studio. All right. Situation normal. Until then. Bring your own plastic. Until then, go to PCRcollective.com. Go to the Muni Radio Comedy Festival and check out one of the. 47 shows that are hosted that have me live, including Carl doing uh, impressions and uh, us doing impressions. It's a very kind of show. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Carl, thank you so much. Uh, anything else? or? Yeah, it's mutinyradio.fm. That's the website. Mutiny that is Radio. the website. Yes, mutinyradio.fm. Why Carl. not make a donation? Clap, clap. Uh, Carl, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to talk to you. And, thank uh, you, Michael. Check out carlsucks.com or classic.
big Carl joke, but it sucks. Life, life is so sweet, Mike. I might be there in person next weekend. We'll see. I heard Greyhound is really low at this town. Hey, you could take well, a car, Uber carpool across the country. <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to it. I'll see you soon, Carl. Thank you. Bye. Bye. It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riding. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Download a podcast and you can listen 
Anchor.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at Mutiny Radio. FM. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead parasites? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke workshop yep every monday 6 to 8 p.m on the mutant radio so you're saying i could tell my jokes every monday from 6 to 8 that's what i'm saying it's the joke workshop mondays 6 to 8 p.m at the mutant radio yahoo
Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. 
First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Say nighty night and kiss me. Just hold me tight and tell me you'll miss me. While I'm alone, blue as can be.
there, Mutiny Radio listeners. I really do. everybody it is monday it's six o'clock you might or might not be listening to mutiny radio or you're listening to the podcast it's the joke workshop here on mutiny radio every monday from six to eight i'm your host pam benjamin uh comedians are going to get up here they're going to do four minutes of time and then they're going to get critiqued by a panel of their comedian peers and if you remember if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich at least make the bread taste good be kind and helpful and uh listen to their jokes yay all right, your first comedian of the night, very, very helpful, came to me in my hour of distress today uh, with t- to deal with the chicken, and uh, good times. So thanks to Ethan Albers, and right now, your first comedian is Ethan Albers! Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, I'd, nothing else going on. That's the life of a man who lives on a bus. It was that or YouTube videos about building sustainable homes. I'm being serious. I watch a lot of videos about sustainable homes. Anybody have any questions about uh, about sandbag houses, earthbag houses? I could. Corn cob houses. Corn cob. You, you like the, you like those houses? Cool houses. Yeah. Hay bale houses. Yeah. Rad. Good, good talk. <laughs> this is great. Best house. What climate? What climate are you living in, Avery? San Francisco. There's no such thing as a sustainable house in San Francisco. So, touche. <laughs> Tulsa. <laughs> huh? Uh, Tulsa has a good comedy scene. This is a great four minutes. Like I, all right, we're we're gonna go down the road. 
I uh, uh, I recently found out about this, uh, this Throwback Thursday. You kids, you kids like on the internet. It's like a Throwback Thursday, and I I wonder if there's somebody out there in the world who who has learned about Throwback Thursday and gets really excited and goes, Yeah, on Thursdays, man. Thursdays are the day we get to use the N-word again. <laughs> Thursdays are the day. I'm surprised that's not what Throwback Thursday is. I'm surprised we don't use it for something else like that. Just like, yeah, dude, today I burned the Greyhound bus outside of Birmingham, Alabama. Hashtag Throwback Thursday. No? All right. A little too risky. Today I rejected some man of color from going to a voting booth. Hashtag Throwback Thursday. It's so fucking bad. That's such a bad premise. So bad. Oh man. I uh I uh, had a humbling weekend last weekend. Ah, it was a week before. Uh I found out not all mountains are volcanoes. I thought all mountains were volcanic. Avery, do you understand that? Do you not understand this? Yeah, no, I, I have not been. <laughs> oh, 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 excuse me. Excuse me. Mr. Avery over in the corner. I grew up in Portland. Mount Hood, volcanic. Mount St. Helens, volcanic. Why would I assume otherwise? <laughs> Here's the thing, it's all the places I haven't been going because of volcanic mountains. Tahoe, haven't gone to Tahoe because of volcanoes. Nope, no mountain, nope, no, I haven't gone to Tahoe. That's a lie, I've been to Tahoe, it's lovely. Honk, honk, awesome. No, I want to hear critiques. I'm mainly here for critiques. I'm not really here for the telling of the jokes, more of the, more of the rambling, seeing how my brain works. What are we going to end on? I, uh, okay, I got one. This will eat some shit, but we'll, we'll go ahead and do it. Uh, I, had a, I had a moment the other day where I was like, maybe I got to get my shit together. Maybe I got to get my shit together. Uh, I was... Uh, I, so here's the thing, you know, me making most of my money off like uh, under the table, legally, but under the table, I'm not selling drugs, internet, not a drug dealer, I do not want you, like, so I managed to get myself on some EBT money, just like some extra like organic food, it's my organic food money, that's how I bought it, I'm on it, here's the thing, you ignore their call, they just turn that shit off, they just like cancel it on you, I didn't know this, did not know this, so they called me up, uh, a couple of days back, and I answered it, uh, and I happened to be going into a jack-in-the-box drive-through. So I stopped and I backed it up in a parking lot, South Berkeley, and I'm there. And there's, I'm in this white Volvo I have for sale. If anybody's interested, and uh, there's another white Volvo, the exact car, next to me, with this guy clearly living out of this like dirty, like old hippie dude in his car. And I start like yelling at this like EBT lady who like speaks really broken English. And I'm just like yelling, and he's just eating this like. Jumbo Jack, and I hang up the phone after I like I complete what I need to do, and uh, the man <laughs> looks at me and goes, "EBT office, been there, man, been there." 
just that was it. And I was like, dude, I got to get my shit together because we're in the same exact car. We met 30 years apart at the same jacket about, like, this is bad. Ah, it's pretend. Ethan Albers getting his shit together. Getting his shit together. Critiquing. Right now on the panel, it looks like in front we have Mary Goss, but I don't think she's. She would not listen. She's just. Stephanie Silverman. She always has good critique. Okay, I love, I love, you never hear jokes about sustainable houses, so I want you to Oh, lot. that wasn't a joke. I was I know, I, was I know, I'm, but I'm balls. encouraging you. I was, I'm, encur- I'm thinking you should explore that, and I thought of a joke, like you didn't realize, you thought that uh, hay bales were sustainable houses, but then you put your horse in it. Ha 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 ha! Okay. Hey-oh! And, hey, and then you wouldn't have a house. <laughs> and the, like, <laughs> they would just eat it. Um, <laughs> and then with the volcanoes jokes, I, I like uh, the story about that. Like, then you went to Tahoe, but then you were afraid to go to Tahoe because of uh, volcanoes. But now it's av- there's like an avalanche. Then you got stuck in an avalanche. I, oh, I see that. Like I see that word on like play. There's yeah. other things to be afraid of with yeah. mountains. I actually did that joke, but I normally do it a lot different. That's okay. a lot funnier, I guess. Also, Donner Party is always fun to bring what? up. What? The Donner Party. Is that did happen on the way to Tahoe. Yeah, Lincoln Highway right yeah, there. So it's, a, Lake, it's yeah. a fun thing to bring up cannibalism, too. I mean, you could be afraid of both volcanoes and do cannibalism. I got to be honest. There's one, the couple things I don't joke about in life, and cannibals one, man. It fucking creeps <laughs> me the fuck out. Like, eating another person? That, like, oof. Wow. Greg Gettle, critique that's, my set real that's quick. That's very, yeah, that's where he draws the line. Real bad. Thank you for honesty. <laughs> oh, all right. What? I like the throwback Thursday Thank you. Throwback Thursday to racism. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody, put your hands together and keep them clapping for Ethan Albers. <laughs> Yay. Uh, All right, so I have to hold my finger up tonight because I'm trying to keep it above my heart, so it does not mean I'm giving you the minute. The minute is the horn. When you hear this, that means you have a minute. I'm just going to be holding my finger up. Just ignore it, okay? (laughs) It's only the only time that's going to happen. All right, your next comedian is a wonderful young gentleman. He's never going to be a meth head. Really, that was what we learned out on the what we learned out on the street today is he's never going to be a method. Put your hands together, everybody, for Connor Doherty. Probably. <laughs> Probably. You're not a good influence. No, stop talking during my set, Stefan. No, keep doing that. You're a comic. You know how this works. I don't think that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> yeah, haven't you seen the South Park where you get Asperger's? He doesn't have a TV. All right, you two fight it out, but not during my set. I had new jokes to talk about. I was thinking about skydiving recently. I'm very scared of heights. I've never been skydiving. I, I never will because I'm a pussy. I was thinking about it, though. If I were in the plane, I would probably do some combination of... Uh, pee myself, throw up, and start crying. And I was, but then I was thinking about it, and it's like, if you only do one of those things, you're just a pussy. If you do all three of those things, like, it's sad. No, if you do two of those things, it's sad. Three, I fucked it up. (laughs) Anyway, the point of this joke was, if I were in a plane and about to go skydiving, and like you can't really 
force yourself to throw up or I can't. And I also can't force myself to start crying. But if those are the two out of the three that I had started doing, I would just complete the trifecta and pee myself. Because then everyone would be like, whoa, this guy's hardcore. <laughs> Good talk, everyone. I was hanging out in San Diego this weekend, and I met this SoCal skimboarder, surfboarder bro. He gave me mushrooms. And he had on the inside of his forearm prominently displayed just below his slightly too short t-shirt said memento mori which means what is it like reminder of death or something like that remember yeah anyway i knew the gist of it i didn't know what it literally translated to but i just wanted to be like dude some of us don't need a tattoo to remind us that we're gonna die like some of us just think about it constantly and don't like flaunt it like, I wish that I was at a place in my life where I could use my constantly thinking about death to, like, impress others, you know, like, put it on my body somewhere. Look at me. Reckon with me. Uh, this is also not a joke, just something that happened. I was talking to this guy. This was actually several years ago, but I was thinking about it recently, and he was talking about, he was in college, and he was talking about being at this party and he's like yeah I just started fornicating with this girl in the hallway and I was like I don't think you know what fornicating means uh, my grandpa was the mayor of a small town in Wisconsin he decided to run the day before the election as a write-in candidate this is how small the town is like he was able to do that and then get elected and the one law that he made while he was in office or at least the only one I've ever heard about is that he made it so that all of the bars need to be on the same side of the road so that the drunks don't try to cross the street. <laughs> Which is like kind of brilliant. <laughs> Especially in a small town where like they just, you know, they don't like everything that's wrong with it is just going to stay wrong with it and everything that works fine like you can't really fuck it up. So it's just like new laws at this point are basically cosmetic. But I feel like that one has actually saved a life in the over the course of like the 30 years since he's been mayor. It's still true. All the bars are still only on one side of the road in Cumberland, Wisconsin. <laughs> Those are my ancestors. Uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Oh, yeah, I had another joke. Does anybody remember my spy dad's bit that I gave up on? <laughs> Yeah, they they start a they s they start a cover band called Extraordinary Rendition, which is a great pun. Anyway, once you get into the guys in the cover band playing Extraordinary Rendition, the additional tag to it is they play Jimmy Buffett songs, and then you say it's five o'clock in a secret prison somewhere. <laughs> Right. Uh, we have comments from people. Uh, it looks like Ethan Albers. It looks like Stephanie Silverman's there. I also have a couple cute things. Cool. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Um, speaking on behalf of the audience, uh, f what's fornication? Are you kidding? It's a volcano. <laughs> 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> it's fucking, Ethan. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. It's like the it's like the Bible word. It's the Bible word for sex for pleasure. Uh, okay. Um, no. Uh, the best thing out of that was the grandpa thing, the true story, mayor thing. That's funny. 
Thank you. That's very, very original. It's funny. Don't change, change it. He's dead. I can't undo it, so. Yeah, that was definitely uh, very funny. Um, can you expand that? Like your fa So you could start with the premise of, like, your family accepts, accepts people as they are. Because, <laughs> you know, like, th he's accepting that people are drunk, but he's, like, yeah. putting a Band-Aid on it. Just don't cross the street. Like, what else could they do? Like, maybe that's something your family does. Yeah, I have a whole other thing about that side of the family and how they're rednecks. and. But they're, but they have, but they're good at heart. They want to save drunk. No, they're not. Do they <laughs> pee their pants? I was trying to think of a way to put together all of that. He did when he that. was, like, 90, but that's not really funny. That's well, just. <laughs> but, the, but the pee pants in the beginning, and then if you're talking about drunk people and your oh, family yeah. and you have pee pants problems, I was trying to think of a way for you to, like, bridge everything to together and I thought that especially when you said just out of nowhere uh, reckon with me it's like so funny because you don't look like a person that would be in a fight you look like the guy that's gonna pee your pants so like if you could do that sort of whole like keep going around to that like I'm this you know I don't know I just I don't like to use the word pussy because I feel like that demeans pussies which are really strong and amazing things um, but the other thing that I thought was funny I'm a was strong and amazing yeah. thing. Okay, so then maybe that's fair. <laughs> um, but the other thing I, <laughs> the other thing that made me laugh was good talk, everyone. That's like yeah. a great thing to throw around whenever you want. It was really funny. Like if you don't get a laugh and you just say good talk, everyone. Like I thought that was a great back pocket maneuver. What What did the guy think that fornicating meant? Did he just yeah. like conversating? It's unclear. I th like, I think maybe he thought it was, like, making out or something. Maybe he was fucking her. John Gallagher has a question about fornicating. Yeah, that's, I, that's what I was going to say. How do you know he wasn't fucking her? Yeah, maybe he was. Yeah, yeah. people fuck, like, yeah. always, all the time. Yeah. Zach, why is that? Understairs. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's John Gallagher on the stage. I also <laughs> thought it must have meant something else because of that. And Zach Wiseman same time. Yeah. <laughs> With Zach Wiseman? Ah! I got something else. Um, for your for your Wisconsin joke, uh, it'd be funny if like the bars were on one side, but then like yoga studios were on both sides because you want them to get hit by cars because Wisconsin's not a very healthy place. <laughs> Something like that. Noted. Fruit thing. What's it? It's a smoothie place. Jamba Juice. Yeah, like a Jamba Juice. They're like scattered all in the corners. Okay. Allison, did you have or a thing? Yeah, on that same idea, I was thinking, like, uh, y your grandpa realized it was a real problem because you guys were losing all the drunks in town, mm -hmm. which was, like, a big decline in your population. That's funny, isn't it? That is funny. <laughs> it's better than yours, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's clap, good to end. clap wildly. <laughs> that was Connor Doherty, yay! <laughs> yay, Connor Doherty, Your next queen. Hey guys, there's chicken. Eat the chicken, eat the chicken. I sacrifice for the chicken. There's paminate on it. It's like a pam marinade. It's, that's why it's so salty. It's, it's all my blood. It's, it's the hemoglobin. Delicious. Uh, all right, your next comedian is a very funny man. He runs a great open mic. He runs an open mic on Tuesdays <laughs> that now that now has a front light, which is fucking amazing. He is an amazing host, though, and he makes it work every week, and I always have a good time there when I go. Put your hands together. It's Greg Gettle. If you like to wear pants, all right. It would be nice if you would take... Cool. All right, uh, how are we doing? Um, so I was walking through San Francisco, like, all day on Saturday, it was about like, I don't know, like 12 hours of walk around the city just kind of taking things in. 
And like walking through the city is like taking acid because like it takes forever. And after you're over, after it's done, you're like, why aren't people better? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just all I felt. And I was at, I, and I was walking to Target to get a vacuum cleaner because I'm officially domesticated. And, and there's this homeless man who's like, yay, hi, lengthy white dude. And like, when I first saw him, he was yelling at this black guy. And have you ever like walked in on a, a confrontation and knew instantly that the white guy definitely just said the N-word? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what happened. And then he started pushing people. He's walking, he's pushing people, slapping people. There's this guy on a bicycle, he's riding by. The guy slaps the guy in the chest on the bike. And, he, and then he runs away and the guy on the bike was just like, huh, huh. And he's like, what should I do? And then he turned around, and then he be like bolted towards the homeless guy. And he cuts the homeless guy off. He's like, why the fuck did you hit me? Why are you screaming at him? And all of a sudden, this, this man, he's a Hispanic man, face tattoo, cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And he had this pit bull on the leash. You know who I'm talking about, right? <laughs> We've all seen him. And he goes up to the guy. He's like, I fucking saw what you did. And, but what happened was he was getting mad at the homeless man that was slapping everybody. And he was like, I got your fucking, I got your fucking cop right here. And he had the pit bull, and the pit bull was like trying to bite him. And he followed him for two blocks and chased him away. And I felt like any other time I've seen people like this, you know, the guy with the face tattoo, I always thought, run away. <laughs> like, that guy's the worst. Uh, but this time, he was the fucking hero. And, like, I felt nothing but bliss. Like, I was like, like society made sense to me again. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need cops. I, I hate people is what I'm saying. <laughs> I just got so mad at him because I was like, you don't, we live in a society, you don't hit people and you should be, I mean, I would, I would say murdered, <laughs> like, but I don't run worlds <laughs> or cities. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else have a, uh, a drinking problem in the crowd? <laughs> Anyone? Yeah, we got a couple in the audience. Yeah, I was uh, at work today sweating because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, huh, maybe I should do a little Googling, you know, and uh, see if maybe I should think about quitting drinking. And, and have you guys ever read, like, these questionnaires? Like, the <laughs> you, I think they invented them for you, Ethan. Um, <laughs> but no, like, they always, like, have all these questions about, like, if you answer yes to, like, 60% of these, then you probably have a drinking problem. And about, like, <laughs> about eight, eight of them down, I was like, I think you have a drunk a drinking problem if you say yeah but to every question. <laughs> like like yeah but like there's hypothetical. Like yeah but okay, like for example, I have them all printed out. <laughs> all right. All right, here's some couples. Do you sometimes feel uncomfortable if alcohol is not available? And it's like, yeah, but like what am I hanging out with children? Like why is there not <laughs> Why is there not alcohol around, man? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been having more memory blackouts recently? But you're like, yeah, but that's also could be due to old age. You know what I mean? Like, all right, first one's funnier. Okay. Um, do you usually have a reason for the occasions when you drink heavily? But it's like, yeah, but also, like, can't anything be a special occasion? Like, like I, I got to hang out with Ethan tonight. Let's celebrate. You know what I mean? Like... It's all about your perspective, is what I'm saying. And uh, throughout the rest of the mics, I'm going to go through all these questions and uh, find out what works best. But thank you so much, guys. All right. Looks like Ethan's first on the panel. First one. Uh, the, the very last one you did about the uh, uh, reason for drinking. You could go, yeah, I host an open mic at home. Yeah. yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> 
that, that is a special occasion, man. Yeah, I think that the yeah, but is definitely the strongest premise of, of those. I think that uh, for that. Is it, is it hacky? Have you heard? No, the, no you haven't heard, heard that? I, okay. I mean, you know, just because I haven't heard it. I don't think it's hacky personally. But okay. I, uh, I would say the setup might be a little smoother if instead of saying like, I kind of feel like if you say yeah, but you have a drinking problem, I yeah. would just say survey was yes or no, but the weird thing is I kept answering yeah, but, and then you can kind of segue into it. Also, I'm going to end that joke being like, you might also have a drinking problem if you came up with this joke while drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John Gilly on that one. <laughs> also, oh, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think uh, Prime segue into all this. I, um, <laughs> Segway into Segway material. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll actually, I, I, re- I, I regret giving him the mic. <laughs> um, actually, the, the critique, your first story, I heard you say that last night at Punchline to me in private, yeah. and it was funnier yeah. in private than it was on stage, and the reason for that is you cut out you, yeah, which mad. was the, the you wanting to fuck the dude up. Yeah. And that's what I think was the funny part of that story. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the dude with the pit bull came out of nowhere. God, he's a fucking saint. Did no one else? Cool. Thank you. Yay! Greg Gettle tells perfect jokes. Hooray! All right, your next comedian, uh, another funny guy. Hey, I got it. Also, let you guys know there's chicken. Eat the chicken. Eat the chicken. Uh, and your next comedian, funny man, put your hands together. It's John Gallagher. Machines, 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 machines. Hey, guys. Also, Yuri's here for because he's hiding on whatever witness protection program he's fucking in right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. What are you, Whitey Bulger? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't help myself. Um... Uh, so I've, like, I'm getting fat, and that's great, uh, but one of the greatest new ways that I'm finding out that I'm getting fat is that uh, I got a haircut recently. I used to have a big beard. Instead of saying what people used to say when I got my haircuts, they'd say, oh, do you lose weight? But instead now they say, wow, your head looks smaller <laughs> to match your giant fat body. It doesn't work. It's not the same anymore. Uh, so, yeah, me and Greg are Segway tour guides, and uh, I am a very relaxed person. My life is very leisurely because literally I'm on a scooter most of my day. That's uh, I live a l- relaxed lifestyle, and sometimes I get too relaxed. Like today, I had a, a bit of an issue when trying to have a small talk with one of my guests. Uh, so one of the things we do is we talk about, we take the people to the Palace of Fine Arts, so we talk about earthquakes. We talk about like the 1906 earthquake and the 89 earthquake. And I was having a conversation with this guy about the 89 earthquake, and he's a guy from the East Coast, and so we're talking about the 89 earthquake and all the devastation it causes. And then somewhere in my brain, I was like, well, he's from the East Coast. Let's talk about an event that was bad that happened on the East Coast. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about 9-11 right now. (laughs) I was reading some cool shit about 9-11 earlier today, and I was on Reddit, and one of the things on Reddit that said was, uh, all the people from 9-11 that were around ground zero are going to have the maximum amount of lung cancer from the asbestos fallout by 2040. So that's going to have the most lung cancer ever because all the people that breathe in the smoke. And I felt like this is the time. It's like this guy's from Fidel- Philadelphia, right? He's not from New York. So I was like, let's talk about 9-11 right now. And so with that, I say this, and this guy looks at me. His face just drops. And I'm like, well, 9-11's not a good move. This isn't a strong one. But what he says is like, yeah, my f- law firm was the very first firm to go back to work during 9-11. I breathed in all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
It's like, well, it's like, hey, I saw another thing about Cuba. You see Cuba? They got great things to cure lung cancer, man. Then fucking ran on my day. No tip, no tip from him, and that's completely reasonable. He's very friendly from the rest of that tour, though. Yeah, so don't tell that joke anymore. That's what I got. Perfect. Um, but yeah, it's like too comfortable, you know what I mean? You can't talk to a man, but like, see, look at your face. Fuck. That's so fucking funny. Her face at the front row is just like, ugh. <laughs> I shouldn't talk about 9-11 ever. You probably shouldn't, though. I remember I got attacked one time in the most peaceful open mic in Reno, Nevada, uh, it's a place called Java Jungle. I got attacked in Java Jungle. You're from Reno, right? Yeah, so Java Jungle. I got attacked there for talking about 9-11 one time. It's p- pretty funny. A man ran across a room because he said, I was in ground zero. And I was like, all right, I don't care. And then I uh, got attacked. Um, so, like I said, what's uh, what was the other one? Actually, no, that's pretty much it. That's all I want to do. Anyway, thank you. All right, we have yes. people in the audience. <laughs> uh, I was thinking there might be something to uh, the guy is all mad that you're talking about Ground Zero, so he attacked you. And it's like, what are you doing, an impression of the plane or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. That works. Um, I don't know how else you could set it up, but I knew you were going there, that whole 9-11 thing. Right. I knew that he was going to be there. Right, yeah. So if you could set it up in a way that that's like, Oh shit, like more of a surprise to us that he was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. Um or yeah, that you saw it on Reddit so it was on your mind. You you, you brought it up in conversation, it made more sense that way okay. and then yeah. yeah for sure. For the first date. For what? Uh, first, I don't. Oh, okay. like, like you're on a first date and you're trying to like, you're like I, re- I read this thing today and she's like, actually, I'm from. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Like yeah. So just reset it up and then just change yeah, it so around. Get rid of the segue thing. Oh, okay. And just be explain why you're single. Oh, I think we know. I that. disagree. I like uh, I uh, I like the segue thing. I right. like the Palace of Fine Arts, but I say not 9/11. I say I don't know. Go awful with it. Just. Sandy Hook. I don't know. Like interesting. Maybe. Was Sandy okay. Hur- somebody wait, laughed at that. Wait. So Sandy Hook. Oh, Hook was is it Ken Suzuki? Then I don't do it. Don't I do it. Like Ken <laughs> Suzuki laughed at it because he's pure evil. I, I just okay. like that you, right now. Sandy Hook is worse than 9/11 to you. <laughs> like I like that too. Oh. 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 Wait. Really? Yeah. What? Like, like how? Is 9/11? What? I yeah. I, I, wait, I'm so confused right now by all this. But there were kids. So, wait, there were kids murdered in 9/11. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Let's take it away from the shitty joke and then make it the yeah, exact. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What tragedy? Tragedy power rankings. That's good. <laughs> 9 <laughs> 11 is pretty corporate, that's true. All right, any. Was that good? Okay. Now, what if your boyfriend oh. was saying you're trying to impress her with something about Reddit? Like I, who would. Oh, man. Maybe. Yeah, that's but that's nobody, nobody's going to believe John was on a date, so that really is a good oh. one. Oh! <laughs> so that was for Yuri. Sorry, that was for Yuri. <laughs> that, was that, was, yeah, that was perfect. You have no choice but to take that. Oh, right. uh, that white Balder thing at the end is actually really funny. Well, yeah. Uh, obscure Reddit. I was waiting <laughs> this entire time for that, honestly. Yeah, it's all right. That's I'm leaving. John Gallagher. Watch Tim Conway. All right. 
right, your next comedian is one of my favorite comedians. She always gives great comments and also funny jokes herself. You can see her next Tuesday. Uh, she'll be on the Brainwash Showcase when uh, Mutiny does its takeover the first Tuesday of the month. But right now, you can see her here. Put your hands together. It's Stephanie Silverman. Thank you for the chicken, Pam. Uh, I love how you just, like, when you provide a snack, it's like a whole bird. It's like, you don't make cookies or bring candy. It's like, here's a chicken. <laughs> Everyone snacked. It's snack chicken. Um, let's see. I'm trying something new every week. I think I want to do, like, the mason jar report. Like, places where I have found mason jars that have pissed me off because um, they have become the vessels that we just use to bring liquids to our mouth. That's what they are now. I was in a really bougie salad place, and, like, I ordered a salad, and it was 18 fucking dollars, and I almost lost my shit. Uh, I almost lost my shit, but then they served the water in those mason jar mugs, mm -hmm. and and that's when I really lost it. But, uh, you know, I contribute to the mason jar fiasco. Uh, it was Passover. I had a couple of Passover seders. For those of you that don't know, that's when the Jews celebrated their exodus out of Egypt. We have two nights. It can be fun. It can be boring. Uh, one portion of this is where uh, we put out a glass of wine for the prophet Elijah to come and drink with us. I did not have this special cup. I used a mason jar. I am guilty. Um, I, yeah, I had two Passover seders, and there's usually uh, like a not Jewish friend that's like, oh my God, can I like crash your seder? I want to come to your seder. And I'm like, no, you can't come to my Seder. It's for Jews. Judaism is not a spectator sport. This is not fun. You think this is fun? I'm going to take you to Chabad house, and you can wait four fucking hours before you have matzo ball one, and then they ask you for money for, for Israel. How do you want to do that? Do you like that? Uh, no, it's not fun. I get irritated when people want to have fun with Judaism. It's like, Judaism were fun. Like, Jews wouldn't have been killed for being Jewish. People would have joined up. Like, I hate honor people that say they're honorary Jews. I'm an honorary Jew. I hang out with so many Jews. I love Jews. I want to be with you. I'm an honorary Jew. It's like, you're an honorary Jew? Like, are you going to go to the ovens when the Nazis come? Or is it going to be like, well, I stood there while they took everyone, and then they came for the honorary Jews, and I did nothing. I don't think so. All right, working on that. Um, uh, the other thing that irritated me was within the last week, two women said that they were overachievers. <laughs> And this one was like, oh, I'm such an overachiever. Oh, I just kind of, and then another one said, I've got to take a break. I've been an overachiever since like kindergarten. I'm like, do you actually know what overachiever means? Uh, being an overachiever means usually it's a term that they use in school to describe someone who that they didn't think could do anything who actually did something. It means like they didn't think you had the potential and you're probably working yourself to the ground to get something done. It means people don't actually believe in you. Um, <laughs> and you got something done anyway, usually at the expense of doing it right, uh, or you charmed your way to the top. Um, so I'm, I, I, I really am okay with being an underachiever, because uh, that means people thought I could do something even though I didn't. So, <laughs> so they had faith in me, and I look smart, and that's the most important thing. Um, let's see. I feel like uh, women probably uh, rank themselves. Like, you know, whenever I walk into a room, I look around, I'm like, where do I fit in in the hierarchy of hotness in here? Like, what, where, where's my rank? Like, how fat am I in comparison to the other ladies? How thin am I? I think this might be something that we all do, and it can be, it can be convenient. Like, if I kind of want to relax, I can just go find a hotter woman and, like, hang out next to her and let her have the attention. Or if I want to, like, you know, just kind of play it up, I can go find someone who's less hot. Um, I don't know. That's not. That's just not. That didn't work at all. No, nothing. I tried the alliteration hierarchy of hotness. That's probably pretty good. That was probably the best part of that joke. Um, I would like to quit drinking for a month or stop eating sugar for a month, uh, but I know how it's gonna go. Like I'm gonna feel great, and 
And then what? <laughs> then, then, I'll, <laughs> then I'll go back to that. It'll be awful. Um, what else? What else? I know I had something else. I've gone by so fast. You guys are so awesome. Oh, my God, you guys are so awesome. Um, all right, I want help. I want help, you guys. Help me. Help me. Um, Helpers, Ebony Silverman. First help by clapping. Yay. Clapping is helpful. What about do honorary Jews get taken to the toaster oven or something oh like no. that? Oh, shit. <laughs> They go the, the tanning bed. They get brown, yeah. Um, I think that there's something at the end there with the quit drinking and overachieving connection. Um, like, you know you'd feel great, or that would be overachieving. You quitting drinking would be overachieving. Right. You know you'd feel great. All the things you'd probably get done mm -hmm. that you aren't expected to get done. I don't know. It's an idea. No one expects me to quit drinking, so. That's, That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. okay. I want to go back to the beginning, the $18 salad, because I think you have the perfect, uh, you have the setup where you say $18, and then you could just say, and I don't know, you have an easy joke there, where it's like, it's $18, and no, it wasn't made of, I don't know, baby meat's the first thing that comes to my head, but not that necessarily. It had ahi in it. It had ahi? Oh, that's $18 in yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Oh, yeah, that's funny right there. It has <laughs> ahi in it. Yeah. I feel like if you sat like n next to a hot chick, you'd probably get more attention, because then I don't um, like. Let's say I'm like a, a good-looking guy, like you go to the you, you go to the less attractive woman, and and then the shows a hot girl. Like I don't care about looks, I care about the person, and then that's like an in, oh, like a it's a move. Hmm. So like then all these guys will be talking to you, being like telling <laughs> oh. you jokes and oh my God, did being friends. That, that would be that's a good joke, because like my actual experience. My actual experience is like if I go out drinking with a hot chick, like then I can just check my phone for a while because like the guys will talk to them and then I can just like Facebook or whatever and like I get some time to myself. You guys can take. That might be like a next level strategy, but she's <laughs> writing from personal experience. <laughs> uh, you guys can go take Greg Gettle's class on finding and wooing women at OMG on Tuesday. How to show hot chicks you totally don't care about hotness. <laughs> I'm going to fuck so many hot chicks by not fucking hot chicks. It seems so funny when I woke up in the middle of the night to write that. Well, no, I understand. It makes sense. Because, but he, he, I mean, these young guys in their late 20s, they just, they're not even, they don't understand us. No, they don't. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. It seemed funny when I wrote it. Like, I got up and I wrote it on my, like, iPad keyboard. And I'm like, oh, this seems so funny. And then I was like, good thing I have an iPad because I don't have to not be able to read my own handwriting. And then I couldn't read the shit that I typed. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's funny right there. Yeah. That's the thing that was missing. You never finished what you Oh, I feel better about myself. I guess, like, if I want to feel good about myself, I go stand next to an ugly girl, but... Yeah, you gotta come up with yeah. I don't know, I don't like that. The whole premise is probably if stupid. You, yeah, like, if you can't go out with an ugly girl because, like, you didn't have too much of a sexual yeah. Yeah. Or, like, maybe you could throw something in there where ugly girls do something that nobody ever anticipates, like, they go out and start fires or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, hey, hey I'll go, like, you know, I go out with ugly girls, you know, and you have the anticipation... And you know to start fires places because <laughs> ugly girls are known arsonists. That's a thing. And Greg talks to them. Greg gets on them, right? Huh? Huh? <laughs> I like it. It doesn't have to be fire. But I, I like fire though. Like fire's the thing. Though. We all know right. that. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right, everybody, Thank clap you. wildly for Stephanie Silverman.
Yay! Jokes about Seder. All right, your next comedian is a lovely young man who is going to tell you his jokes right now. Uh, I was going to say something. You had a funny set last week, but I don't, I don't remember what I was going to bring out about it. But never mind. Just clap, you guys. Hey, it's Jesse Warren. Yay! Hey, guys. So I went through a uh, breakup pretty recently, uh, mostly because dating her was getting in the way of me doing what I'm most passionate about, which is dating other women. And uh, we, were, we were together for a really long time. We were together for five, almost six Netflix series now. And <laughs> it, was, uh, it was hard. No, we were together for, for four years. So when we broke up, it felt more like we were graduating from each other. Like I, like I walked away feeling like I had earned a bachelor's in Megan, <laughs> which, uh, which in this economy, I don't, I don't know if it's going to do me any good. I'm, I'm like shooting, I'm really shooting for like a Sasha or like a Britney, but really I'm only qualified for like another Megan <laughs> or like a Betsy or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the last, uh, the last year was really bad because when I should have really been spending time thinking about like the long term and going to grad school and stuff like that, all I could really think about was transferring. Like I was sitting there daydreaming like, oh, I bet at SFU they won't, uh, they won't yell at me for not looking away during the sex scenes on Game of Thrones and yeah, whatever, that was... Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, we ended things on a good note, uh, which in my experience is the worst way to end a breakup <laughs> or end a relationship. It, uh, it's horrible. It's never went well for me. There's no, there's no closure when it ends on a good note. When it ends terribly, you know exactly what you have to do, right? Delete her number, unfriend her on Facebook, text all her friends. There's like a really time-tested formula for dealing with a bad breakup. Uh, for example, my, la my last best my last bad breakup went like this. This girl told me, Jesse, I cheated on you, and you suck. And, uh, <laughs> and I, was, I was caught off guard. I didn't know what to say. So I said, yeah, well, your pussy smells. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't really smell. I was just trying to think of something hurtful to say. And uh, she started crying. Immediately, she started crying, and I left. And I never saw her again. <laughs> I don't know why uh, she was crying about it. I wouldn't cry about that. Is true? My balls smell. Uh, my balls smell. My balls smell, which is why I spray cologne on them. Because I am actively trying to better myself. I don't sit there crying about my problems. I'm making moves and trying to become a better person. I'm hoping, yeah, she's gonna regret. Yeah, I'm hoping the next girl I'm with will be like, Jesse, why do your balls smell like aqua de Joe? I'll be like, because I won the genetic lottery, baby. I was born this way. I don't know. Thank you guys. That's, that's all. Yeah. Jesse Warren's balls smell nice. Yay. Jean Nate, what did you call it? What, what, what kind of stuff were you putting aqua on your balls? De Joe. Oh, something different. I only remember Jean Nate. You could buy it at like, remember? If you could buy it at like Mervyn's yeah, for your mom. <laughs> like Jean Nate. It was the cheap thing you bought your mom for Mother's Day. All right, Jesse Warren, we've got comments right now from Allison Hooker and it looks like Ethan Albers. 
Um, I like the premise about you graduated from the girlfriend. I think that instead of using real names, it'd be funnier as nicknames. So you graduated from whatever her nickname is, and you're, you wish you, and then you mentioned you wish you went to grad school. You should have been thinking about that. What yep. would grad school be in terms of like nicknames of girlfriends? You know what I mean? Like what would be the next level? What do you, what do you mean nicknames? So like, like, I don't names? know. What was something that's immature or annoying about her or oh, felt like you, a okay. first relationship? I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. About her, you know, that would make her just community college. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then later when you're talking about, like, I should have been focused on grad school, I should have been focused on a, what's the nickname for somebody that's the next step? What are you looking for now? You know, like that. It's an idea. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Did anybody, did, did Joey Avery say the thing yet? What? Oh, just that your joke is, uh, yeah. premise-wise, is very, very similar to something that Joey Avery's been doing for, oh, I don't know, like eight, eight months. Yeah, no, I mean, it's different, like, when it's better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> no, it's it's totally different, and you, you went a different way. Like, your point is that, like, it's about that girl. I would just say... You know, I'll sh I'll tell you what mine is, just so you can keep that in mind, so yeah. that you steer clear sure. of that, because yeah. obviously we'll be doing similar shit. Yeah, so sorry, but I, 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 Dude, I, I, no, I haven't heard you. I haven't heard you. I'm a hundred percent sure of that, okay. and it was totally original. It's just a similar premise. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Th that's happened to me before. There was a girl who came here from Australia, and she did a joke, and she did this thing about uh, the Little Mermaid having all these dildos. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Identical to one I have about, like, what's a mermaid vagina? Like, how many trove can treasures untold? All this thing about dildos in a mermaid vagina. And hers was almost identical to mine, but it's possible that's because she crazy. lives in Australia. So sometimes people come up with very similar premises, and they play out because we all are sort of human. I don't know how that works, but... It's happened to me too. We probably have similar problems. <laughs> Jesse, on that topic, remember that day it was you, me, and Alex having a conversation. Alex said, hey, isn't it kind of douchey to have a conversation with somebody with headphones in your ears? This was two Mondays ago. Okay, no, I re Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Like, there's something so very bro stereotypically bro and douche sounding about talking about coloning your balls that I don't know. I felt, it made me laugh, but I was like, you should address it. Like, yeah. my balls, like, uh, that's why I spray cologne on them. Yeah. Instead of saying because I'm trying to better myself, be like, because I'm a douche. Okay. Bag or something like that. Because, yeah. and, you know, I no disrespect to anybody else in here that. Does that? I mean, but, <laughs> but I was I like, okay, that's how like you play with them, man. Because yeah, I thought yeah. it was funny. Cool. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. I near them. <laughs> oh, is it? So I, I actually was. Thanks, man. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about taking that part out because I think it makes some people uncomfortable. It, like I can feel. Okay. I, I, whatever. I'll do it. Yeah, I know. You've been pitching this idea for a while, Jenny. I'll, I'll okay, yeah, I know. You, to you told me about it. I'll, I'll look it up. Cool. Cool. Everybody clap wildly. Jesse Warren, yay! Bye, Stephanie. Yay. She brought uh, lemon drinks. If there's one left, you guys are welcome to drink a sober drink that Stephanie was so generous to bring. Pellegrinos for the group. Uh, eat chicken. Eat that carcass.
All right, moving along on the joke workshop. Uh, your next comedian is another lovely human being. I'm glad that he's here gracing us with his presence at Mutiny Radio. Listen to his jokes, write some notes, and clap wildly right now for Jonathan Ortiz. <laughs> What's up, fellas? How's it going? What's up, mutiny? I'm an anchor baby. I'm an anchor baby. First generation. That means Trump hates me. Sorry, President Trump hates me. He wants to kick me out, wants me to build a wall. It's like, I don't know how to build. My ancestors built walls. My, my ancestors built pyramids. Okay? I can't build a relationship with the redhead at work. It's... Like, thanks to dad, I could build emotional walls. That might come in handy. Uh, you guys are awesome. Feel good about yourselves. Mexico, <coughs> test, Mexico, Mexico. Uh, Mexico's got the best human rights and civil liberties, you guys, for the low, low price of 200 pesos. Just, yeah. Uh, there, in Mexico, you could buy politicians at the flea market, you know? It's just like, I'll take an horchata, um, a college degree, and a mayor. <laughs> you got all your shots? Get, get in the fucking cart. Yeah, God, I'm so funny. I love it. <laughs> I'm so awesome. I got pulled over by Federale. This is a true story. I got pulled over, and uh, the department's on a budget in Mexico. Like, the siren was just the him hanging out the window like, Woo! And when I first got there, I wasn't a real Mexican. Like, I was as Mexican as Taco Bell. You know what I mean? Like, and they, this is a PSA for, I guess, white people. Let's be honest. If you ever find yourself getting pulled over, they always say the same thing. They say, we got to tow your car, right? You got to spend the night in jail because the judge doesn't get back till Monday. <laughs> and I was like, but it is Monday. Uh, he's like, don't argue. Look, I'll do you a favor. Pay me the fine. This is code. This is bribery code. Pay me the fine, and I'll take care of it for you. you know, just dame la multa. That's, that's, that's the code in Spanish. Dame la multa. I'm so bailing on this. It's going to be so funny. <laughs> Come back next week. It's going to be awesome. Uh, folks, uh, I don't know. You fuck that door. Why? Um, I, all the corruption in the world, uh, the state of things really bums me out. Because, like, I want to believe humanity can evolve into, like, just spiritual evolve to, like, a single loving organism, you know? I mean, I also want to believe my girlfriend's not sucking a dick right now. But <laughs> she, uh, she, <laughs> she, I think she is. She told me she, told me she could taste uh, uh, pineapple in, in jizz. Like, that's a thing, right? I, I guess it's a thing. I said, I don't think so, babe. She's like, no, no, no. I can also taste when you eat kale. What? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on. Wow. To get a palate that sharp, like, you have to taste many varieties to get a palate that sharp. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an okay premise. It'll work on it. Yeah! Um... I don't know. I know I look. I know my face looks like Jim Carrey banged Mark Anthony. <laughs> I'm aware of that. You guys, I know this. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I uh, uh, 
I don't know what joke. I don't know what joke to do. I just want to like end on one. I, this is just a fuck you joke, you guys, because we're all perverts. Uh, uh, I'm becoming just like my dad. You know, I started smoking. I drink too much. I'm banging my mom, <laughs> and it's like, when's it gonna end? Thanks. <laughs> and his mom, Jonathan Ortiz, stay up there. We have people on the panel, starting with Joey Avery, it looks like. Yeah, I thought there was a lot of good stuff in there. I think Thanks. some of it, like the first joke about he wants you to build a wall, I can't even build a relationship. That's funny. I wouldn't even say with the redhead at work. I would just keep it like kind of symmetrical and quick like that. Um, and I think that that all, you take a few words out of that whole kind of thing and, mm. and maybe don't have to look at your notes. I think that one's pretty good to go. Um, with the pineapple one, you could, <coughs> I mean, I don't know if this is kind of cheap or hacky, but you could basically just say like, you know, she's talking about, oh yeah, I can taste pineapple. And then you basically say that you've never had it, you know, or you don't, you don't eat pineapple, what, whatever it is, you're allergic to it. Prove that she's sucking someone else's piece. There you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, bit about the uh, guy hanging out the window going woo 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 with uh, Eddie Murphy from Delirious. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, but he's talking about gay gay cops. Going, he's making like a gay or oh, weo okay. noise. Cool, but cool. It's, uh, I don't know. It just made me think of that. No, it's good to know. That yeah. Thanks, man. <coughs> yeah, your choice. Also, I don't think the Mexicans are going to get the contract on building the wall that's obviously going to go to the Chinese. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They've got wall building experience. No, he wants first generation. Well, no, uh, he wants Mexicans people to die to in the wall. Only Chinese will do that. Mexicans <laughs> won't die in the wall. That's true. And uh, like that. Chinese, they die. The whole railroad thing, man, they just they blast like through. They'd blast through mountains. They'd be like, oh, we just lost a bunch of... In fact, this is a crazy thing that happened. This has nothing to do with your set, but they did this to Chinese people when they were making the trains, is when they were going through like big tunnels and stuff, and they didn't have enough money to pay them. They'd just blow it up so they'd all die inside of it so they wouldn't have to pay them. So they'd do all the work. Classic comedy. Classic Americans, you know, white guys yeah. being dicks. And so that's, uh, they would, instead of paying them, they'd just blow them up in the mind and go, oops, what an accident. How terrible. Yay, 1850s. Sorry, back to Jonathan Ortiz's joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the thing about um, the, uh, the, the the cops like, taking bribes, yeah. uh, I don't like have like a specific setup for this, but like, there, you know, have you heard about the um, the civil forfeiture thing that we have here? It's like cops, if you're if they pull you over and they they can ask you, you know, are you carrying any cash on you, and you and you say yes, they're legally allowed to take it. What? Yeah, yeah no, it's it true. I, I don't know what the limit is, but it's still ridiculous that they can even do that. But I just think that there's like a, some kind of parallel yeah. l uh, line it's to be drawn. It, it, like, like right, like so maybe just you know the Mexican cops they're just totally upfront about how they're bilking you. They didn't make a law to try and um, uh, legitimize it. Right, right. Yeah. Do they give it back to you? Uh, no, they don't have to. Because the same thing is, can't they take your car? Like, if you're at a stoplight and a policeman runs up and he's like, I need your car! They're, they're allowed to, like, take a lot, like, not just money. They can they can just, like, take uh, property, too. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. What's the terminology? What's it called? Uh, civil forfeiture. Yeah, there's, there's a John Oliver bit about it, or episode from his HBO show. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, that's a really good. That's the best resource, probably. Cool, thanks, you guys. One second, Johnny. One more thing. I think you gotta you gotta find which joke you expect the laugh to come on, which word you expect the laugh to come on, and move it closer to the end. 
Okay. That's like you, you'll say something and we'll all get it, but then you'll kind of keep on talking and <laughs> oh. take the thunder out of your joke. Okay. Choose, so, yeah, choose your word to punctuate. Yep. I'll listen S- to says it. Says the FBI agent, oh. Yuri Mikulevsky, as he comes <laughs> up to the mic. <laughs> He's a fucking narc today. He's a chicken narc. <laughs> Yay, Jonathan Ortiz! Jonathan Ortiz, yeah! All right, your next comedian. Uh, very funny lady. She's been having amazing sets here at uh, all of our shows. Clubhouse, happy hour, the whole deal. Put your hands together right now. It's Mary Goss. I'm so nice. You bled for us. We're doing great things here at Muni Radio. Um, what did I want to work on today? Oh, um, have you ever been negged and catcalled at the same time? Because I just did. It was very exciting. I was walking between OMG and Brainwash, like, obviously. Um, <laughs> and uh, this guy just, like, walks walks by me and doesn't really pause or anything. He just, like, looks at me and is just like, you don't know you're beautiful. <laughs> and I was just like, that is wrong. <laughs> and very rude, honestly. I don't know what it is about me that people just, like, see that I'm carrying myself. Like, I'm w- just looking to be struck down by lightning at any moment. Um, and I sound like I'm on the verge of tears all the time. <laughs> but I actually have very, very high self-esteem. And the reason I have very high self-esteem is because, and this is part of a longer joke that everyone's heard, so I'm not going to go through it, but I got hot very suddenly. So that's when you know that you get hot. Like, if it happens gradually, it's just like the frog in the water and the boiling and shit. You don't know. You don't know. But when it happens all at once, there are a lot of things that happen, like, very differently in your life that were not before. (laughs) And it's super exciting. Like, I don't pay for coffee most of the time. I just don't pay. Yeah, if if I go into a place long enough and pay for coffee, uh, then then I don't have to do that anymore. Like, it, it becomes a pay-as-you-go thing. Um, and then, what was the other thing I forgot? Because I just wrote it. Um, oh, a lot of people just try to talk to you about, like, really mundane bullshit that they weren't trying to talk to you before. Like, strangers will just be like, so, like, this weather <laughs> exists. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, oh, these are a lot of conversations I was not having while I was an ugly person. Like, this is a big-time bummer. I don't have time for this shit in my life. Um, The other thing is that people started uh, acting like I was stupid just off the bat. (laughs) And uh, that that was the one where I was just like, nice. (laughs) Like, I'm definitely a hot girl now. Like, people just automatically assume that I'm stupid. It's so good. It's so good. What else did I want to work on? Oh, I've been uh, making some new friends lately. Are we happy for me? Thank you. I have made some new friends. And friendship or any sort of relationship is really just a way for me to, like, the beginning part is just me waiting it out to see when I can start being as obnoxious as I possibly can. (laughs) Um, So I got to that point recently. Like, uh, my house has a no-shoe policy because we're not fucking animals. Um, people don't wear their shoes in the house. So then when people are, like, if I'm, like, hanging out with a new friend, like, if we get to the point where we're hanging out on purpose and then they're leaving, um, I like to do this thing where I will just, they're trying to put on their shoes and I will take them and I will throw them as far as I possibly can multiple times. And that is how I make new friends. That one's not working yet. I'm going to figure that one out. But thank you for going on this journey with me. (laughs) That sounds about right. Um... 
yeah, no, I think that was, yeah, that was pretty much all I wanted to work on today, so I'm doing good. Thanks. Very good. Super hot. Yay. <laughs> I know it's hard to be smart and hot at the same time. It's confusing for a lot of people. It's I so think. exhausting. They don't, they don't. <laughs> Jenny, find a, find a microphone. There we go. Back plugged in. Uh, I think you should, you should explain more why, like, someone saying you don't know you're beautiful is nagging and a uh, compliment. Because uh, I think there's, like, something really funny you can say about that, how, like, people think that that's a compliment and it's not. Uh, although, actually, I think I might have seen a bit about that, but, like, the bit was very accurate, and I feel like there's a lot more you can say about that. Um, yeah. Anyone else want it? You don't know you're beautiful. I think that's a One Direction lyric. I don't know how I know that. You could, you could maybe. Probably that's a good point. They didn't coin it. I'm sure. Okay. All right. That's that's valid. That could be in there though. That that was your favorite part of his compliment slash neg. That, that microphone over there by the boys is mighty empty. There's the, the girl side that's going off, but the guys, you're just all looking at each other. No one has problems with being too hot. You guys don't <laughs> relate to that at all? It's not happening with you? So, I, I, I don't know. With my experience, <laughs> which is not much, uh, like, I guess it, it's going to depend where you start this, this bit about you being hot. I think you're going to lose... I think you're going to lose about 50% of the men, 50% of the women, because they're just going to hate on you. Like, you're on stage talking about how hot you are. You have a whole bit about how hot you are. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think, just keep that in mind. That's all. Yeah, no, that I, was I was waiting for the critique that I'm not hot enough to be making that joke, um, <laughs> which is personal taste. It's fine. But I do, it's part of a longer bit I have about, like, old money versus new money hotness. So I go into it a little bit easier, usually, than just being like, so, I'm hot, friends. Um, <laughs> I would, uh, uh, I agree with him in the way, like, even if I see a guy go up there and start talking about, you know, how much pussy he gets or how much doing whatever, it's just I'm not going to shut the fuck out and watch my phone. Uh, I think you should turn the hotness into a question, like, am I hot? These things are happening. Is this why? Is this what happens to a hot girl? Um, like, kind of play up the insecurity a little bit? I could, but that drives me bonkers, though, because well, everyone, uh, like... I don't know. I mean, there's that's girl part power. of that's what I... Right? You're going to lose some people on that, maybe. Yeah. Well, but maybe if you go to the whole thing about if you start with your hot and then talk about how you're a hot 12-year-old and you, like, throw <laughs> in a pedophile joke... I love my pedophile joke. be like, joke. it takes, you know, it's a certain... It's a, it's a taste thing. It's a, what's it called? You're an acquired taste. It's the... Tw you're 12 year old hot. Um, I think that you did a really good job leading in by saying how you carry yourself and your voice. So I think you did a good job leading in, and the fact that there's something missing, I think that we're just missing that link, but I think it's great. I don't think you should worry about losing people on that, personally. Um, and if you, uh, even if you bail on it or whatever, keep the part somewhere about the always sounding like you're on the verge of tears. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. I think you're plenty hot to do that without losing anybody. I just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but FBI you, don't, you don't you don't only get the the sugar, you also get the salt, but you don't dress like a hot girl. 
So that, I feel like, has to come into it. I usually only do that joke when I'm wrestling a hot girl, but I'm trying to work on it now. Yeah. Some people think that the Martha Stewart ponytail, dirty girl, like, making, hanging out in the backyard barn with the goats is a cute look. Yeah. I'm down. 